A happy Monday afternoon, everybody. Back here on Mining Stock Daily, and we continue with our corporate updates. Uh, there's been a number of big announcements here in the last week, but one hit the wire this morning, actually, uh, in the Western Hemisphere uh, from our man Charles Funk with Heliostar Metals. Uh, they are acquiring uh, a permitted gold project in Mexico and optioning another uh, 1.7 million ounce gold deposit also in Mexico. So with us here from Heliostar is Charles and uh, boy. That's a transformational move here for the company, buddy. Uh, it absolutely is. Thanks for having me, Trevor, and thanks, everyone, for listening. This is a, a huge deal for Heliostar. Yeah, so uh, if as of we are talking right now, uh, the company trading with Heliostar has been halted because this is major news. Uh, and so what the headline is is they are acquiring – Two projects from Argonaut Gold, including the Anapala Gold Project, and they're also optioning the San Antonio Gold Project in Mexico. Uh, Anapala is a permitted open pit mine with measured an indicated resource of one and a half million ounces of gold uh, at two point one seven gram per ton, two point one seven gram per ton gold, and three point two seven million ounces of silver at four point eight grams per ton silver. So you are now in the development mining phase of a company just like that. Uh, Charles, before we kind of get into the makeup of this deal, I really want to know, and I think a lot of people really want to know, is in your mind, how and why is the company prepared to take such a transformational step from basic explorer to developer and also mine operator here potentially? Mm -hmm. Yeah, good question. Because it's in our DNA, we've talked to, you know, everyone we've ever talked to, we've said we want to build a gold producer. Um, you meet Sam Anderson, our VPX, extensive experience, um, resource stage all the way through to steady state production in Newmont's projects around the world. And so my background with Newcrest, we're used to this space, despite our reputation more recently for exploration. And we honestly think that there's a sweet spot in that the big gold companies aren't coming down under 200,000 ounce a year production. And there's not such a developer mentality in North America. But you can make huge returns. You know, that's how the Kirkland Lakes, the Yamanas got built um, in by taking on these assets that are high margin assets. Um, and so we've always had that as our long term goal. And Unger, we think, is a project that can ultimately get there. But when the markets are tough, you've either got to tighten your seatbelt, which we did and a lot of others did, or you go and get great projects cheaply. And I think this is a really phenomenal example of that. Uh, you're obviously familiar with Mexico. You, you've been working there anyways on top with Alaska with the Unga project. Uh, but really, where does this leave Unga now? I mean, I know a lot of people were really kind of waiting to hear on exploration news. Uh, does that kind of get put to the shelf just a little bit? So our challenge with Unga, if you look back for the last six months, is we have a great project that requires lots of drill meters. And it's a market that's not rewarding those drill meters. So it's extremely dilutive for shareholders. So if you look at this transaction, for $10 million, we're adding over 3 million of global ounces. Um, quality ounces, uh, much more advanced ounces, both with studies, one with permits. And so we looked at, can we achieve that result for the same level of dilution and hunger? And we don't think we can. So... Unger needs consistent funding and ultimately needs a bigger company. And this transaction helps us become that bigger company. So it will schedule Unger behind Anapola, 
but it's a tremendous growth project that now is more likely to get to the ultimate vision that we have for it. Oh, so let's talk about the cost of this. Ten million bucks. That's not all. That doesn't tell the whole story. But what is the breakdown of this deal here, Charles? Correct. So Annapola, we can acquire for a total of $30 million. And that's $10 million um, on payment on signing. And then it's milestone payments for the remaining $20 million, half cash, half shares. Um, if you go to our website or see the news release, that's on extending the permit, that's um, feasibility study, commercial production, sorry, construction decision and commercial production. 12 of that $30 million would be part of a construction finance package. And when you look at the history of the project, you know, it's had $75 million spent on it in the last 15 odd years. It's transacted for over $100 million US um, seven years ago. So on any metric, um, I think we've got a very strong deal given the market conditions and um, the vendor's focus on developing an asset in Canada. Uh, let's talk about the market conditions and what it, that went into making the decision to do this. Uh, obviously, these gold developers, gold miners, explorers, they've been beat up. Uh, 2022 was not a pretty year. But it takes a lot of courage and backbone to get a deal like this done, knowing that when times are really tough, that's when you should be deploying and taking some risks. Uh, you know, Tell me about this market timing. You mentioned this 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 same project had been sold for a hundred thousand, or excuse me, a hundred million dollars previously. You're getting it for thirty. Uh, you can do the math on what kind of deal that is. But I mean, why this project and why the fortitude you and the team have to get this deal done now? Yeah, I think there's two. There's the bigger picture in that you want to be able to navigate in all markets. And that's one of the risks about being a junior in that when there's no liquidity and your commodities out of vogue, you've pretty much got to play full defense. You've got to spend as little much little money as possible and survive. Whereas if you become a big business, you've got more levers to pull more, you know, you can quietly work away at permitting or studies. And so for us, it was, yeah, find assets that aren't loved by the market um, and build our business at all points in the cycle and do that efficiently for our shareholders. The specific part on the asset is when we went, decided to go down the M&A route earlier in the year and start looking at what else could be out there. We had one key goal in that it had to be a reliable, robust resource that had expiration upside. And of course, that's, you know, everyone's looking for those. It's not easy to find that. But we, you know, there's lots of poor quality resources out there and we had no interest in them. And so having a, a strong track record in Mexico, knowing, you know, having a good ear to the ground, um, Guerrero unfortunately has a poor reputation, but the reality is a lot stronger than that. You know, Torex have had four coming up five years of steady state production and we're 15 Ks away. So we actually can take advantage of that arbitrage between the reputation and the reality in the same way you'll recall that Wiesler did with Sinaloa a couple of years ago. So local knowledge is such a key and we we're fortunate that we had that. So that's allowed us to get a tremendous asset cheaper because of perception that's not what we see we see a lot of upside and a, and a very good community working uh 10 million dollars in cash upfront payment right now and i and i know that there's going to be a financing i just participated in the last private placement with helio star so i'm still holding that position but that was only for three million so you've got to do some sort of financing to get this done uh, will probably be announced shortly after you and I are done talking here, as in tomorrow. 
but you know, tell me about how how do you get that done? Like, are your major shareholders coming in and getting you through the line here? Yeah, correct. So the, we separated the announcement so that we could get distribution to the US on the deal, given how important it is to us. Um, you'll see a, a financing press release very shortly. Um, yeah, we we do the work to know that we'll have the support to do that. So you don't take something public until you know you're going to get there. So um, that's what you'll see shortly. Um, it is, you know, any transaction that a junior company does like this is, it brings in dilution. But I'll touch on again, you know, we're bringing over 3 million ounces in for that. So we're buying clear assets for that. And we think that makes us stronger as a whole. The original Heliostar shareholder will have exposure to more ounces today than they had yesterday. What was it about this project that made you pull the trigger here, Charles? I mean, you, you look at so many projects every year. You decided Anna Apollo was the one you wanted to go after. Is there something you see that maybe as a as an explorationist and a mind developer that could be tweaked, you could do something differently to really uh, unlock the value of the project? Or is it just what they have, the grade, the control, everything was locked in? No, there was an epiphany um, that came across. It wasn't just ours. We're supported by JDS Engineering and the due diligence. JDS had put the decline in. There's a 400-metre decline in towards the ore body. Um, The only reason they stopped advancing that was Alio ran into financial trouble with a producing asset in Nevada and got sold to Argonaut. So this asset has was pitched as an open pit, and there's a high-grade core with a broad halo of low-grade around it. And with what we were seeing in the resource and talking with JDS, we saw this as a very capital-efficient, high-grade bulk underground mine. And looking at it with the underground lens was the game-changer for us because it very much technically de-risks the project. It makes it more capital-efficient. And within that broader resource, there's a zone of, imagine, 260 metres long by 100 metres tall by 60 metres wide going about 5.5 grams. So there's this giant slug of high-grade gold in the core of this and really amenable to underground mining. You can straight into the high-grade part of that long hole open stopid and all our financial models show that we can make a lot of cash from that zone as well as the fact that the resource remains open. So when we saw that, that was the, the moment where we said we want this project. Does the decline reach that ore body now or does it need to be developed more? Uh, it needs to be developed more. So it is four by four and a half metres, so it's big enough to be a production decline. Um, we've actually only just got to flatten it out, and it's about $8 million you could touch the ore body. And so these are the advantages you've got. All that capital sunk, um, and we can just take advantage of that, paying cents in the dollar for that work that was done. Okay, very good. Uh, what else do we need to know about Anna Paula before we move on to the other project that you brought on? Yeah, I think grade, you know, there's holes in this like 230 metres at 7.5 grams gold, 100 metres at 10 grams gold. This is a bulk high-grade deposit, um, and it drives spectacular economics. So we will re-scope this for six months. Um, There's no point going along with the original open pit PFS. We'll re-scope it for six months and then go to the feasibility study. We believe we can be at a construction decision in 18 months and in commercial production in three years. Um, and if you can find me um, a million ounce reserve that's high margin that is permitted um, for that price point, um, I'll eat my hat. It's an incredible project and opportunity, and that's why we've pursued it. That permit's worth the 10 mil itself. 
there's not many permitted mines out there and that's you know it's that's the advantage that we took you know it's a combination argonaut are building magino and that's clearly their focus and we knew mexico to take this risk in a way that other groups might not um i touched on before local knowledge is your competitive advantage sometimes yeah, absolutely. All right, let's talk about San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio has a measured and indicated resource of 1.7 million ounces at 0.83 grams per ton. Uh, so pretty good higher-grade oxide gold project there in Baja, California Peninsula. Uh, not a bad place to go explore, I might say. Uh, but uh, but obviously a lot of drilling has undertaken. You know, what is it about San Antonio uh, that really wanted you to bring this on as an optionality? Yeah, so when we got talking to Argonaut and we saw this was there and effectively stalled, I think this is a genuine win-win deal in the sense that it's a great project. You know, that nearly 2 million ounces are very high grade. There's lots of room for this to grow. Um, There's internal modelling showing this has a half a billion dollar NPV at current gold prices. So it's either worth a lot of money or it's worth nothing because they've struggled to get the permit. So they paid 137 million Canadian in 2012 for this project. um, And it sort of stalled out from a permit perspective. And so the deal that we've negotiated is we've got three years to get that permit, a new phase, a new dynamic that's driving it forward. And if we get the permit, we've got another year and a half before we have to make a payment. So we've got four and a half year runway. Um, and we pay a varying amount between 80 and 150 million, depending on the gold price, half shares, half cash. And the way we view that is we can do a feasibility study during that 18 months after we've got the permit, and then we could pay for that out of a construction finance package. Um, so it works as long as we get Anapola going from a market cap perspective, it's effectively a free option on trying to get a permit, which is another unique lever for shareholder value. And it's almost, I consider it almost like an asset level merger that now we control the timing of. So it's a great growth opportunity for us in the same way that Unger is. I think the portfolio of these three projects they're all very high margin versions, either a bulk underground, an oxide open pit, or a high grade underground. They're all very high margin versions of what they represent. And now we, instead of just being an exploration company with one lever, which is a drill bit, we can have drill bit, network, resource growth, studies advancement, permitting, and exploration. So we have a lot more ways of making money for shareholders as a gold developer than we did as a, as a gold explorer. And that's a big catalyst for the decision. Uh, let's, you know, let, let, let's take that one step further, uh, you know, making money for shareholders. Next step because of this acquisition is you actually have to start producing eventually to start making money, generate some actual cash flow to fund a lot of this other things. That's the dream that a lot of explorers and developers want to have. But obviously mining is a tough business, Charles. I don't have to tell you that. But, you know, there's going to be a long 18 months here. You are now just like that in the trough of this Lasan curve uh, that is very much real. Uh, it's going to take a lot of cash to get that uh, feasibility, uh, that PFS and feasibility in line. Uh, knowing you, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some exploration to work, see where some other high margin areas might be in that project as well so you're going to be burning a lot of cash here to get to where you want to go you know what give us the the runway here what is you know other than the margins and that blue sky potential in two years you got you're going to have a slog to get through 
How are you communicating that with your current shareholders to get them to that next level? Yeah, so come and look at the the presentation on our website. We lay that out. So we plan to rescope this for six months, a $3 million program that does the network that will refine the ultimate flow sheet. Um, we think it will also remind shareholders how good or investors how good Anapola is as a deposit. Um, and then we've got $7 million for the feasibility study beyond that. So we've got a very tight option, um, you know, very fiscally conservative option to get to that end goal. And if the market opens up and rewards us for the transaction or we get a, a gold tailwind, then we can look to add on. We can add expiration meters on. We can continue the decline down and touch the ore body. So $10 million for the acquisition, another $10 million we can be at a feasibility study, a completion of the feasibility study. So um, we've got a range of scenarios that we've modelled out. We've got partnerships with the likes of JDS and drilling companies in Mexico that we know we can operate cheaply or on generous terms with. So we've got good partners and we've got a clear plan that for, you know, from before we, you know, 20, 10 million acquisition, 10 million in cost, we can be at a construction decision, which is actually very cheap. All right. Big day. How's your general sense what's your david like you're actually in australia so I, I, I it's, it's, it's been, been a whirlwind morning, there's not many days like this in your company's history so being up yeah. early australia time to make sure it all went through you've got to go through a process you've got to have the exchange a transaction this big has to be reviewed by the exchange that's why we're halted um, and we had to wait for them to tick that off before we could release it um, so shepherding that through, um, it's been a very busy few months and weeks, and that's actually a good point to bring up. You know, we've been pretty quiet from a news perspective. Um, I'm happy to say that you've reached out a couple of times saying, come on, let's catch up and, and talk to people about what Helios does do. And I said, I, I just can't yet. Um, right, right. This is what we've been working on. So we haven't been quiet. Uh, we've been very busy. We just haven't been in a position to be public. And today's a great day to show the fruits of that labor because I think this platform, either gold takes off and then developers will get a significant re-rate and will be part of that ride, or the market continues to say tough and we've got a great project that we can chip at with a small amount of capital to advance. So I think it, it's a good defense and offense what we've done on this deal. And I think we'll look back on this deal as an incredible deal for how cheap we've acquired an incredible project. Just a personal question. I guess it's not personal because we're recording this and we're going to share it with the world. But, you know, when I participated in the last round of financing this summer, was this in the works then? Was was that money that you raised back in the summer, was it to to keep the company to get it to this point? I'm just kind of curious how this all fits in. No, we didn't have this transaction at a point. We 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 talked about the project um, with Argonaut, and we knew it was an option. Um, but no, it wasn't at that point. Um, some of the very big shareholders who came into that round, we discussed our strategy and said that we've got a two-phase strategy of, of working out the most cost-efficient way to advance Unger, but also to take advantage of those weaker markets. Um, but no, we weren't in a position until today um, to, to share this news. Okay. Uh, the stock is halted. You're about uh, ten, eleven million dollar market cap. Uh, just a reminder now: how many? How, it was, you have like what three and a half million global ounces in the portfolio? 
Yeah, so we have 3.3 measured and indicated and another half a million ounces inferred. And if you look at the comps, um, Canaccord did some comps for Latin American developers. With the ounces that we have now, we would go to the lowest of all our comparables. If you look at our presentation, if we just re-rate to the average of that group, um, we should have a 100 million market cap. Now, it's going to take us time to, to get there, um, but I think we will be in... I think this deal will be accretive just on the face value of the deal, let alone de-risking the project and advancing it towards production. Uh, so you open you open up tomorrow free trading. Do you do you any sort of reason to believe that maybe uh, financing news would rehalt this thing? Uh, typically, financings don't. We have to wait for the exchange to see what they would um, accept from us. But typically, financing news doesn't require a halt. Um, this will be considered a fundamental acquisition by the exchange, and we have a few forms and hoops to jump through to satisfy them. And once we've satisfied them, we return to trading. So I'd be expecting that to be um, likely sometime tomorrow, if not at the beginning of market tomorrow. Um, once I get off this call, I've got a few more phone calls to answer that clearly. Um, but yes, that's um, once the exchange is satisfied with the material documentation, you normally return to trading. All right. Well, don't forget to eat and sleep and take care of yourself, Charles. It's been a long day. That's the rest All of right. That's too exciting. Right. Like, this is a huge deal to pull off. You know, it's you know, there's so many junior gold companies that sit out there saying we're waiting for markets to turn. I'm not patient yeah. enough to do that. I want to build a business and I want to be able to navigate in all phases of the cycle, and that's what we've attempted to do. You're well on your way. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on the move. You are now Mexico's latest mine explorer and developer. Uh, we will see how the market reacts to the news once the halt comes off and trading commences once again. Obviously, more news out of you and Helios start uh, shortly, so we'll be watching that as well and uh, probably be catching up with you here in the coming weeks, months, as well as we move through the winter. Charles, again, congratulations and uh, job well done to you and the team. Yeah, thank you. It's just the start. All right. It's Charles Funk, everybody, with Helio Star Metals trading on the TSX Venture with HSTR and on the OTCQX with HSTXF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.